This is Bloomberg Business Week with Carol Masser and Jason Kelly on Bloomberg Radio. We do want to talk about life in the fast lane. We also want to talk about what's going on when it comes to technology, specifically what's going on to uh, at uh, the Consumer Electronics Show because it's still underway in Vegas. Let's get into what IBM is showing off at the show and what they've got going on. Uh, Jeff Welser is Vice President of Exploratory Science at IBM Research, joining us on the phone from Almaden, California. Hey, uh, Jeff, nice to have you here with us. We are all in when it comes to technology and kind of the trends of the future. And it's funny, I was hearing something this morning, somebody was saying, well, there's not so much 5G. And they're like, well, 5G was last year's story. Um, What are you guys showing off at CES? What are some of the trends that you think we're all going to be talking about as the norm uh, in the years to come? Yeah, so we're really excited this year in particular. We're we're showing off our our, our IBM Q System 1, which is a 20-qubit quantum computing system. And it really, we're getting a lot of traction really in growing this area. Uh, We were announcing that we have now over 100 organizations that have joined this network. And uh, it's everything from the airline industry. Delta just joined as as one of our new partners, Insurance, Anthem, uh, Wells Fargo, Goldman Sachs. Uh, as well as you know, more universities, Georgia Tech and Stanford. So we're really seeing increasingly a, a wide spread of people using quantum computing, getting ready for when it becomes uh, a mainstay in the future. All right. So taking a step back, uh, first of all, uh, props to you. Vice President of Exploratory Science is one of the cooler titles that I've uh, heard for a while. Like that's, that's a pretty baller business card, I have to say. But um, on a slightly more serious note, like, remind us what quantum computing is and and what the potential is, uh, you know, for everyday folks. Sure, absolutely. So quantum systems can actually use something called qubits to do computations on things that you can't do on any other kind of computer. Some examples would be trying to discover new chemistry, like new drug molecules or new materials uh, to go into your battery to make better batteries in, in electric cars. It also can do kind of optimization problems for like scheduling airlines, for example, or trying to figure out ways to do better risk analysis for financial investments. So there's certain problems that it can do that no other classical system can really do. All right. So talk to us about real-world applications. Yeah, so one of the things we were announcing was uh, something we did with the Daimler Corporation on battery chemistry. So simulating a different type of battery called a lithium sulfide battery. Uh, we use the quantum system to actually uh, simulate some of the molecules there. And these have the, the uh, potential for having much higher energy storage, so, which basically means your car can go farther on its electric charge. So we're excited about that kind of research using quantum. You know, it is interesting, and to talk about one of your partners, I mean, Delta, it feels like was a little bit of a breakout star at CES, uh, capturing a lot of attention there. Help us understand, because we know that the airline business is complicated, to say the least, uh, computationally, all the things that go into flying an airplane, but also the logistics underneath all of that, not to mention, you know, dealing with like, idiots like us, and I'm excluding both of you from this, um, you know, who are like just trying to get from one place to another uh, and not lose our minds at flight delays and security and all that. How does it play into the airline business? Yeah, so quantum systems are really good at optimization problems, particularly when they get large enough to take on the really big kind of problems that an airline might have. So think about exactly the scheduling of planes, the complications that come into scheduling so many planes to be as efficient as possible. I don't want to have a long layover, but I don't want to miss my flight. And when something goes wrong, how do you quickly reset everything? 
A lot of computation power goes into that today. Quantum systems, we think, in the future could actually do that even better. Yeah, I think it's just fascinating. And I'm just trying to get my head a little bit around it because I do think kind of longer term what the implications are for our world at large. Yeah, I think that's exactly right. And I think it's important to remember, too, uh, you said my title is exploratory science. You know, quantum is at that kind of quantum-ready stage, we're saying. Yeah. So the systems we have today aren't quite big enough to really solve the problem that, say, Delta would have in optimization. But you can do, you can do uh, prototype problems on them now to make sure we understand how to use it in the future. We also were announcing we just doubled the quantum volume of our systems. So quantum volume is sort of like the Moore's Law for quantum computers. So we went from 16 to 32. We've committed to doing that every year going forward. We've done it now four years in a row. Uh, if we keep that going, we're hoping by you know later in the 2020s, we'll actually have systems that can really make a difference in these kind of uh, businesses. So, Jeff, you're there uh, in Almaden, uh, right near San Jose, in the heart of Silicon Valley there. At- Help us understand how quantum computing sort of fits into the, I'm going to use a, uh, one of our colleagues, Tom Keen, likes to use this term, the zeitgeist of, mm-hmm. of Silicon Valley right now. Yeah, we're seeing more and more startups joining uh, join the quantum uh, network as well. We announced a few more at the, the CS show. And they're doing things like finding ways that they can go help a client, say, in a specific area, like maybe the financial space. How could they help map problems in the financial space onto a quantum system? And others are looking at how do you actually build some of the hardware around quantum systems. These systems operate under very extreme conditions. We actually hold the chip at 15 millikelvin. That's 200 times colder than outer space. So you can imagine there's a lot of refrigeration electronics that goes into that. So we're seeing startups getting involved with how you can actually improve that kind of equipment too. Hey, one thing I want to just ask you before we go, just got about 40 seconds here, and I'm thinking about, especially watching what's been going on in Australia and concerns about climate change, what is it that quantum can be put to use for to maybe figure out some alternatives, you know, faster than um, maybe we could before? Yeah, I think, well, one of the things obviously is, you know, things like getting better batteries and electronics so that we can actually move away from, from fossil fuels, but also uh, even doing modeling of complex systems like weather systems and things. We're continuing to look at how you can map those kind of problems onto quantum. There's no guarantee that every problem can go onto a quantum computer. Got it. But those that can, we think, can have a huge impact. All right. We're going to leave it there. Thank you so much, Jeff Welser, Vice President of Exploratory Science at IBM Research. He joined us on the phone from Almaned, California. Pretty wild stuff, right, to get your head yeah, around that. But you just think about what it does in terms of solving you know, some problems, creating solutions. Yeah, but I loved just... what he said about, I mean, because we do have these perhaps like sometimes unreasonable and insane demands about how technology can solve our, our problems. And I do think about that notion of the logistics of all the planes moving around and our need to be like, all right, well, then what plane am I going to get on? And where is that plane? And where's my bag? And right. how's that going to affect my connection? And how late? am I going to be like those are things that I worry about right exactly so just think about the capabilities or you know what where we might be going with all of this 